0: I stopped watching Marvel movies a while ago because I just... You're overwhelmed. Yeah, it was overwhelming, oversaturated, whatever you want to say. I reached a point where I felt like that Will Ferrell character in Zoolander. After a certain point, it's like, these are all the same damn movie, just with a different title, (laughs) like a different character. It's the same movie. And yes, I'm well versed in the whole hero's journey stuff and the fact that so many films kind of have this same outline of plot structure and that type of thing. But mm-hmm. a lot of films may fit into that hero's journey thing, but it's like they have enough of a spin on it or it's, it just seems better hidden than these superhero movies. It's, it feels so cookie cutter. It really is. And I remember I was on a plane and I was looking for like the in flight movies that were available. And I saw Ant-Man and I was like, all right, well, I, I had seen that Ant-Man, like most of the Marvel movies had these like really great reviews. So I started watching Ant-Man and within like a half hour, I realized like, I know every single thing that is going to happen in the rest of this movie. (laughs) And I just turned it off because it was like, what a joke. How does this movie have so many good reviews from critics when it's just the same freaking story? They've already told so many times now i I don't know whatever i I, I can't even remember why i'm why I'm bitching about this now. Why, why it uh, oh Stanley, that's right Stan Lee, there you go yep
1: r r i p <laughs>
0: I did have a couple of things that I wanted to say follow up wise from our conversation last time about family names and nicknames mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. I felt really dumb afterwards because i realized that i like i didn't really talk about my grandparents on my dad's side my grandfather his name was walter but he virtually never used the name walter outside of like legal capacity basically everybody called him sam and at first that makes no sense unless you know my last name and that's basically where it comes from and then my grandmother his wife She went by B. So she died, I don't know, some number of years ago at this point. I was probably in like middle school or so, I would say. So we're at the funeral and we're listening to the priest give her eulogy. And I think everyone at her church, including the priest and everybody who knew her, just knew her as B. And we're sitting there listening to the priest talk. And at at one point he refers to her by name and says... Bernadette was, you know, a good person, whatever. I, who knows what he said. He says that a couple more times in the eul- eulogy. refers to her as, as Bernadette, which is, you know, that's, a, that's an old lady name. There was a time where that was a popular name. There's actually a pretty good oldies song called Bernadette.
1: Bernadette,
0: Bernadette. They want you because of the pride that it gives.
1: But
0: Bernadette. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I'm sitting with my family in the pews and I'm kind of thinking like, Bernadette, Bernadette, that doesn't, it seems, something seems off here. But I, I never referred to my grandmother as Grandmother B, and when I needed to distinguish between which, which grandmother to someone else, I would use my grandmother's last names. That, that was just the conventions used by my family. So I... <laughs> I did not regularly use my grandmother's first name. So this wasn't like an immediate thing. It was more like a slow, like, I didn't think it was Bernadette. It doesn't seem like the right name. And my you know cousins are, are sitting around there as well. And one of them turns to the other and is like, I thought grandma's name was Beatrice. <laughs> I, Bernadette. And afterwards, like we, we talked... And they're like, no, her her name was Beatrice. The priest just got her name wrong like when he was giving the eulogy at her funeral. Oh, no. <laughs> call, call her Bernadette instead of Beatrice. And I think it was because he was just used to calling her B, probably. And then somehow he just got Bernadette stuck in his head because it's just another, like Bernadette, Bernadette Beatrice, they're just old lady names that start with a B. And he just... <laughs> It just was off. And fortunately, I think because of the circumstances of, you know, she was quite old at that point, like late 80s. She was, she was almost like 90 and she had been sick for a little while there. So it was one of those situations where the funeral could be more of like a, like, all right, this person lived a long, fulfilling life. And, uh you know, we were kind of glad that, to see her not suffer and, and not anymore. So I think, Because of those circumstances and and that type of thing, we were able to kind of laugh it off as like just uh, like not a big deal that he messed that up. Like it it was okay. I can see other circumstances where that would have been like a really big faux pas to some people. Maybe some families would have been really upset by it, but we were able to kind of just laugh it off. And now I can joke about it.
1: Uh, That that reminds me of something with uh, just names and mispronouncing, Uh, not really getting the wrong name entirely, but just mispronouncing my name people tend to mispronounce and I, I don't have any like i don't get upset with people if they say it incorrectly because it is a difficult name usually say the first time or oh, this is how it's pronounced Korean or just call me cree for simplicity like how, how when is it enough or too much to keep correcting someone on your name and i've done the same thing like i've, I've i I mispronounced someone else's name where i've known them for so long i really should know how to say their name Properly, but it's always just this awkward time where I just don't know if I can ask or say, "Hey, you." By the way, this is how you pronounce my name because it's already been too too long.
0: Yeah, I don't have too many issues firsthand with people pronouncing my name wrong. Since usually I give the one syllable nickname, the worst I get is people thinking my name is Craig. But you know, how do you get Craig? Greg and Craig are 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 pretty close. I think, especially if you're in like a noisy context. I can then be confused on whether or not they're saying it correctly. Like, I say Greg, and then they say Craig. And I don't want to be like, are you, are you saying Craig? Because my name is Greg. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> the weirdest one I've had is I went to Starbucks, and, you know, they write your name on your cup. Mm-hmm. I get the cup back after it's ready. I pick up the, the cup, and they had written Greg, G-R-A-I-G. Like, Craig with a G. And I saw that, and I was like, who the hell wrote this? Greg, that's not... When have you ever heard that name before?
1: Yeah, I think that that's probably on purpose. Because the Starbucks folks, I think it's like a game for them to see how badly they can misspell your name. But if you re- pronounce it or read it in a certain way, then it is how your name kind of sounds. At least I would do that. If I worked there, and I was in charge of writing... Their names, I'd come up with all kinds of crazy misspellings.
0: Alright, so maybe they were trolling me, but my interpretation live was that they were just idiots. (laughs) (laughs) And and that's what you risk when you troll is that, you know, it's not necessarily clear that you're trolling. Yeah. Uh, But I guess back to your situation, my last name, for as short as it is and as simple as it is, a lot of people pronounce wrong. like They put the emphasis on the wrong syllable and that type of thing. I almost never bother correcting someone when they do that. I, it's like I I I just I guess I don't care. When I have trouble with someone's first name, which happens to be honest a lot when I'm introduced to like second degree friends through like someone like you. Okay. Yes. Right cuz you you have like this expansive network of Indian friends and it's just a different lexicon of names, like ones that I'm not used to hearing and I I struggle so much Just like encoding those into my memory because it's like I don't have the it's like I'm hearing the word for the first time. So I have to do the mental labor of not only associating a sound with a face like I would have to do for anyone, but then I also have the mental burden of even remembering what that sound is. I think part of it is it's a lot easier for me to remember if I know how it's spelled like written out Mm -hmm. because I can almost like visually see the name. But A lot of these names, it's like, I don't even know how the hell I would spell that. So I can't visually encode it in the same way. And it's just the sound. And I'm not even convinced that I'm getting the sound right. And so I really struggle with that. And my solution is basically, I just never refer to them by name. (laughs) I just try whenever possible to, you know, just say you or he or they. And I just avoid saying their, their name altogether whenever possible. And if, I've, if I'm in a tricky situation where I feel like, oh boy, I really needed to know what that person's name is, then I try to just closely pay attention and watch for other people saying it to pick up on it again. But I mean, yeah, the, the odds of me getting it on the first time when they introduce themselves are like seriously on the order of 1%. I mean, almost impossible. I just have to pay attention to the conversations that happen afterwards and try to hear other people say their name a couple of times. <laughs> I'm I'm sympathetic to these people who always pronounce your name wrong, I guess. Even though your name is not that, well, I don't know, I'm biased because I've known you for so long, but it doesn't seem like your name is that difficult.
1: Once again, it's the first time either seeing or hearing someone with that type of name. And I the problem you describe happens to me as well, if I'm meeting someone for the first time, and it's particularly bad if they have an accent as well. So I, I ask them, okay, how do you say it? How do you spell it? And then try to do that, just remember it or be able to say it because my accent is also different and i'll put emphasis on different sounds so i guess i can pronounce it any way i like and just say that's the way i pronounce it
0: i should just ask people to spell it but i don't want to come i don't want that to come off as rude i guess is like i don't even understand what the hell you're saying let's just write this down for me i don't want to come off that way but
1: well what i find if i if i have to give someone my name and they they really need to have it I'll I'll just use my ID and just show them. This is it.
0: Yeah, I guess this is a good usage case for like business cards, name tags, <laughs> or name tags. Yeah, I guess that works.
1: Whenever I have people over, and, and if you're going to be involved, and it's someone that you don't know, I'm I'm making everybody wear name tags just for your benefit.
0: Oh, th- this is a thing going forward that we're gonna do. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do it. You know what? I'm actually okay with that, so long as you don't just tell everyone, like, hey, we're all wearing name tags, so that Greg can pick up on your names.
1: Well, I mean, our, our show is so popular, they'll probably already know that before they get there.
0: Good point. Well, I still have editing control, oh, so... Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: No, no but, but you, meant, you mentioned something, which is why I brought it up uh the, the topic about name pronunciation is because if it's a few months or some period of time where it's no longer acceptable to say this is how you correctly pronounce my name I don't want it to come off as me being like snobby or rude or that I'm upset with them for mispronouncing it because if you point it out that you're mispronouncing it you can either go two ways and I'm always sensitive to someone going the bad way and so or taking it badly that I'm either being rude or that I'm upset about it. And then they get upset because they think I'm upset. Maybe this is classic overthinking on my part, but that's where I don't know when it's or how to judge the situation to say, look, here's how you pronounce my name. I know we've known each other for like a year, but you've been saying it wrong all this time.
0: Yeah. I There, there was a guy who I worked with. He, w- he was Chinese. His name was really difficult for non-Chinese people to pronounce. I swear to you, I heard people pronounce his name like four different ways, all in parallel. Different people, like some people, I think, had a pronunciation that they would just stick with and they went with. And it was just like, this is just how I'm going to say it. So he would get his name pronounced to him so many different ways. And there were some people that I think struggled, and I swear they pronounced it a couple of different ways. He he definitely had reached the point where he's like, I'm not even bothering correcting people. I, I, I see what you're saying here about you don't want to come off as kind of rude and making the other person think that it really bothers you having your name pronounced wrong. But at the same time, they're pronouncing your name wrong and you kind of want to help them out there. I think especially if they're talking about you to other people.
1: That's where normally I, I, yeah, I wouldn't care about if it's just in front of me because, okay, no big deal. But if they're talking to me about someone, like it's just a – maybe more professional setting instead of just friends, then I don't want to make them look like a fool by saying it wrong. Well,
0: I actually have two thoughts there, right? So the first one is you don't want them to be pronouncing your name wrong to other people who know how to correctly pronounce your name. Mm -hmm. So you want to protect them from looking dumb. But also I think you don't want them talking about you to other people who don't know you and spreading this wrong pronunciation virus. (laughs) Where other people are going to meet you and already have in your head this incorrect pronunciation that they got from this other guy. So that's an argument for correcting right there. That's, that's like a, a double. I think what you, what you really need is third party people to step in here. So you need your other coworkers to who know how to pronounce your name to step in and correct the person. That's the ideal situation. So you don't have to do it. So you don't come off as like overly sensitive or whatever about having your name pronounced wrong. You don't have to deal with that awkwardness. And another person could say, "Oh, hey, hey, by the way, his name is pronounced like this." I think that is the ideal solution.
1: Yeah. So I thought about I thought about something where you have other people who say the name, and just like how you said, if you don't know the person's name, you avoid saying it until you hear someone else say it. But what if they take it as Look, I've been saying this guy's name for this long, and he didn't tell me. I had to hear it from like, someone else.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. And actually, you know, this this reminds me of um, the Cleveland Browns. One of the, the, the guys on, on the Browns, everybody has been pronouncing this guy's name Tyrod because his name is spelled like T-Y-R-O-D. And he's like 28 or 29 years old at this point. He's been in the league for like... A while, maybe he's even older than that. I think he's been in the league for like eight years or something. He's been, he was a starter for a while. So many times, people are saying his name on national TV: Tyrod, Tyrod Taylor, Tyrod. And finally, it came out because he actually mentioned it to some of his teammates in the Browns that he, he pronounces his name and his family pronounces his name to rod And this is the first time in all of these years that he had bothered to correct anyone. Wow! That that's how he pronounces his name. Like that is that is the ultimate thing. That's not letting a coworker pronounce your name wrong for like a couple of weeks or months or anything. We're talking about like yes. a, years, on TV. And years. Yeah. Like a decade on national television, sports writers, teammates, coaches, whatever. As everybody pronounced his name wrong. <laughs> he just didn't bother to correct them. I thought that was insane when he when when this finally came out. Also, I think it's pretty dumb to have his name pronounced Tarad when it's spelled T Y R O D. But that's a whole other thing.
1: This this happened at work. It's just a very awkward situation. So here's here's what happened. In the men's restroom, there's two stalls, and the first stall, if someone's in there, you can see the like shoes or make out okay. There's a person in there, but the next stall is far enough where you cannot tell if someone's in there unless you go and try and open the door and realize it's locked or if you hear someone in there. And I happened to go to the second store cuz someone was in there and I went to pull the door and it just opened and someone was already in there.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So obviously very very awkward for both people cuz no one wants to to be involved in this Situation at all? Can and I ask they... a
0: quick, a quick detail here, not Go to ahead. cut you off? Did the door open in or out? Like, did you pull it open, or does it push in?
1: This door opened outwards, which that's a that's a very interesting setup because on this store the door opened outward, but the neighboring store, the door opens inward. Very, un- this is a very unusual setup that's going on here.
0: Is that one bigger too? Is it a handicap stall? Yes, it is. That's why it opens out. Okay.
1: Yeah. So it opens out to for room, but it it's oriented in a way that as soon as the door opens, you you see it directly. Like you, there's nothing to hide. The weird thing is that a few weeks prior to this, I had just walked into that store. There's no one in there at the time, and. I had thought I'd locked it and I was just standing in there and someone came e- almost immediately behind me and opened it up and then just saw me standing in there. And I didn't think anything uh, anything of it. I just f- figured I hadn't locked the door correctly because it was a, like it wasn't a sliding locking mechanism. It was one where you turn the mm. bolt and it doesn't travel very far. Instead of having like a very satisfying click, like, okay, turning it a full rotation or a quarter of the way it's only very slight like say if you're looking at a clock it's like one hour of turn oh man so anyway this happened and obviously I'm, I'm, I'm mortified the guy is embarrassed but then afterwards I go and i like hey dude sorry about that he's like yeah it's just a bad luck, whatever no one wants to see that both carry on all day and it's someone that we intact with on a regular basis. A few days later. It happens again to me. Where I go to open the door. And there's someone in there. <laughs> god. <laughs> and this time. Like I blurt out. Oh so sorry. So sorry. And he like kind of screams. Like, like a shriek. Hey. Like obviously no. Nothing good. And the stall next to him was available. So I went, I went in there. And by the time I was done. I went out to go find the guy. Like okay. Go I feel like not talking about it makes it weird.
0: I don't know. I think this might be one of those things you just don't talk about. Just never speak of again. But I, but
1: I went over there to where this guy sits and uh, he had he just left for the day. <laughs> Coincidence? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Two things are that story. Number one, I'm never going in that stall ever. I'm just, just not even going to mess with it 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 might as well not even exist
0: to me i think this is a situation where you submit a maintenance request and if they don't deal with it you take maintenance into your own hands and i would i would like do something in, install some kind of additional lock or because the, the part of the problem is what i'm inv- because it's the handicapped stall and it's larger I think, isn't the toilet like extra far away from the door to where you can't even, like, with your foot? Nope. You can't open the door reach. or anything. Yeah. You, you <laughs> that that is the nightmare. It. That is the nightmare scenario. Yes. A, a shitty, shitty lock on the door, and it's the handicapped one where you're not even close. Because yeah. I've been in stalls where it's like, it, it doesn't close very well, but you can at least, like, if it's a door that opens in, just kind of rest your foot on the door. Well, also, my legs are really long. So I could, like, stick my leg out underneath and have it be obvious that Visible, my leg is yeah. there yeah but yeah that's ooh that's a that's a tough one
1: so the the best situation that could be done here is okay the lock gets redone or in some way has some indication like color green or red if someone if it's occupied or not
0: i would make a sign and tape it to the <laughs> front of the thing when i go in there like there's somebody in here the lock is bad don't pull on the door i'm in here
1: I don't know why I didn't knock. (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) Uh, Do you ever knock on a stall door like that?
0: I always double check because I think I'm extra paranoid about this kind of thing. So I always like really... Well, okay. I either look underneath to see feet or a lot of these public restroom stalls are built in such a way that there are like big enough gaps (laughs) (laughs) between... (laughs) between the door and the other piece that you can see somebody's in there and if you were so inclined you could even like put your eye up there and just watch the person right <laughs> i'm just saying that that is the case and i feel super uncomfortable that bathrooms like that like stalls like that exist but the reality of it is the just walking past you can see that there's a person in there. Yeah, it's, you can
1: make out that someone's in there, yeah.
0: As you walk past, it's like you're getting a scan line across the person, <laughs> right? Because it's this thin strip that as you walk from right to left, you're you're seeing the person from right to left scanning across, and you do it <laughs> quick enough that you can confirm that there is a person in there, but not so slow that you can actually even see who it is. That's the technique.
1: If, if someone does it slowly, that's that's creeper.
0: Yeah, I, I have to advocate for the knock it's always best to just do the extra thing.
1: That's the takeaway of this story that I had to go through twice to let it sink in. Just knock on the door. Yeah. Uh, but I think, I think what I'm going to do is just just not use that stall at all or attempt to use it because uh, most people don't knock. So I, what, it's bad to walk in on someone, but I think it's worse to be the person being walked in on.
0: Oh, yes. Of course. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious about submitting like a maintenance thing. I I, I would do that, and I'm also I, I would also if I had to really had to use the restroom, I would construct a sign and put it on. I, I'm not even joking about those things. I, I those are types of things that I would do because to just to save me the embarrassment of having it happen to me, and save the other person the anxiety of you, you know what I mean. It's like yep, just better for everybody.
1: I doubt that this will reach the ears of the people involved. And if it does, sorry again. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to knock next time. (laughs)